Welcome to the UTG at Work podcast. I'm Deacon Mike Houghton. I'm the executive director of an apostolate called UTG at Work. Our mission is to help women and men joyfully live their faith and witness to Christ in the gospel in the workplace. I'm happy to be with you as we explore the Sunday gospel in ways that help people who work. You can find this podcast as well as helpful articles, videos, and other materials on our website, which is utgatwork.org. You can also subscribe to this podcast through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcasting sites. This weekend, we celebrate the first Sunday of Lent, and our gospel is a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. The Spirit drove Jesus out into the desert, and he remained in the desert for 40 days, tempted by Satan. He was among the wild beasts, and the angels ministered to him. After John had been arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. We're now officially into the liturgical season of Lent. Lent's a time when we're called upon to fast, to pray, and to give alms as we prepare ourselves for the most intense time of the year for us as Christians, which is Holy Week. Holy Week is where we'll mark the passion, death, and resurrection of our Savior, Jesus Christ. To be honest about it, I've never been a big fan of Lent. Oddly enough, Mary Martin, my co-worker here at UTG at work, loves Lent. I admire her for that, but I confess that it's just not really my thing. I tend to be a glass-half-full kind of Christian. I'm always looking for the joy and the bright side of the faith. So the idea of an extended period of time focusing on repentance just isn't something that fits well with that approach. Lent is long. Advent, on the other hand, which is really kind of fun, can be short. This past Advent was the shortest possible Advent that we can have. It lasted only 22 days. But Lent? We like to say that it's 40 days, a number that we get largely from Jesus' 40 days in the desert before he began his public ministry, which is in today's Gospel. But we don't count the Sundays in Lent as being part of the 40 days, so it's actually more like 46 days from Ash Wednesday to Easter. Now, even though I admit that Lent isn't my favorite season, I have an unwavering faith in the Church and in the wisdom of the liturgical calendar, and I believe that Lent is necessary for all of us to grow in faith. So let's delve into Lent a bit, shall we? Lent is kind of like hitting the pause button on life. We're called upon to stop what we're doing and to think more deeply about why we're here, where we're headed, and what we should be doing to best live the faith before our days on earth are ended. We're called to spend more time in prayer, fasting, and almsgiving to help us as we reflect and to repent of our sins. But it's important to understand why we're doing these things. We do them with a purpose in mind, and that purpose is called out by Jesus in today's Gospel. This Gospel passage is from the very first chapter of Mark, and it occurs immediately after Jesus' baptism. The 40 days that Jesus spent in the desert constitute the time between his baptism and the start of his public ministry. He used it as a time of preparation so that he could be ready for what was going to happen next. Immediately after coming out of the desert, he launched into his public ministry by telling people to repent and to believe in the gospel. And Lent's like that as well. After our 40-ish days of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, we jump into our mission to go and make disciples. Lent's a time for us to recalibrate ourselves so that we're better able to engage in our own ministry, which is about living our faith in every aspect of our lives so that we can bring others to the faith as well. Indeed, it's about preparing us to evangelize others. 
for many of us. When we think about what it means to evangelize and to bring others to the faith, far too often we view it as the role of our bishops, priests, nuns, and deacons. And while it's true that this is their role in a very particular way, it's equally true that everyone who is baptized into the life of a Christian has the same calling. Our church is in a difficult time right now. It's no secret that there's a crisis of religious vocations. We have far more priests, nuns, and deacons retiring than we have new ones coming in to take their places. This is a problem everywhere in our country, and it's not unique to the Catholic faith. Other faiths are struggling as well to find people to sign up as ministers and rabbis and other types of religious leaders. But the church's struggle in this regard isn't as bleak as it looks, because we have so many great people, like all of you, who have a vocation to go and to make disciples. You have a role in helping the church grow and expand, even as our clergy numbers decline. And to be clear, this isn't just a numbers game. It's not about getting more people to come to church for the sake of filling the pews. No, it's about helping more and more people to find their way to salvation in Jesus Christ. And how do you as laity do your part? Well, by living the faith and witnessing to Christ in the gospel in everything you do, and that includes the time when you're at work. Most people who work spend more of their waking hours working than doing anything else. And with the world growing ever more secular, the workplace is prime mission territory. So, let's channel this back into Lent. What can you do over these 40-ish days of Lent to live your faith at work? Well, this past week, Mary Martin interviewed Father Steve Pullis, the chaplain of UTG at Work, in her UTG at Work Innovation podcast on just this topic. You can hear that podcast as well on our website from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcasting sites. Father Steve gave some very practical ideas that we can all do at work with respect to prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. First, he offered that we can pray by name for the people we work with, and not just privately. He offered that we can tell people, I'm praying for you tomorrow as a part of my Lent activities. Is there anything that you want me to pray for in particular? As he said, there are precious few people who will object to such an offer, but there are many who will appreciate it. As for fasting, we can fast from talking about ourselves and instead focus on asking questions of others and truly listening to what they say. Everyone has a story, and often their story is kept quiet at work because they don't think anyone cares. Listen to their story. And as for almsgiving, he offered that we should give our time and attention to others. We can sacrifice our own time for their benefit. Think about what they need and find a way to help them, even if it means that we don't have enough time to do what we need to do and have to stay late or work over the weekend to catch up. Far too often we find that people believe that they simply can't bring their faith to work. Sometimes they feel that way because of company policies, but sometimes the problem is not the company, but rather their own presupposition that faith and work can't be mixed. In either case, the call to go and make disciples from our Savior Jesus Christ didn't come with any clauses. We need to embrace the good habits of a joyful missionary disciple and live our faith in everything we do, including at work. Lent provides an opportunity to do this in a very special way through prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. It's my prayer that we all embrace this challenge, even those of us who, like me, find Lent to be a somewhat difficult liturgical season. Let's all use this Lent as a time to hit the pause button on our own lives and to refocus on what really matters. Thanks for joining me for this week's UTG at Work podcast. I look forward to meeting again next week. In the meantime, I encourage you to boldly live your faith in the workplace in the week ahead.
I'll pray for your success, and I ask that you pray for the success of this UTG at Work apostolate. If you want to learn more about us, please visit utgatwork.org. Now go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life.